standing up in McKinney. This is According to Callus, episode 544, coming to you on December the 7th. Oh, it's not 1941. It's the year of our Lord, 2023. And today, I think we're going to call the episode Born of Distrust. And before we get into the meat of the subject today, because it is yet once again, another day of remembrance, let me remind you the way we continue to make a difference, the way we continue to grow the show, the way that we get the word out, the alternate view, if you will, is to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Join me. Follow me on the social media. I've got a page. I've got a group over at Facebook according to Callus, and I drop in over at MeWe and Gab. And as of this recording, they still have most of my material up at YouTube. <laughs> Before we uh, jump into the program, let me just say, uh, yesterday I did an episode, <laughs> probably a little more uh, theological or... Mm, Christian than I intended, if you will. However, I actually have less downloads on that episode than I do on the one I did on JFK. I don't know how it works. I don't know what the algorithm hates more, JFK or Moscow, but bam, it just, it makes no sense. So I'll learn their game. I'll play their game. I'm here. I'm going to keep working and getting the word out and keep talking about the things that animate me and honestly taking all those things that are going on and applying it right here at home. I try to stay Texas focused. I try to drive everything as local as I can. Now, yes, I know that cuts into my growth scheme, dream, whatever you want to call it, plan, uh, I, I realize that's kind of limiting. I look at my show as being the equivalent of the old local radio programs, right? Before everything was nationwide, before everything was syndicated. I try and stay as fresh and local as I can. I can't ignore the world around us. I can't ignore, ignore what's going on in the rest of the country. But I try and focus on Texas, Collin County, and McKinney, not necessarily in that order, and how do the other things that are going on apply or affect us here in Cowan County, McKinney, Texas? And in case you're wondering, I am Texas first. Everything that I do and say, try to look at it through the lens of how does this help or hurt Texas? Whether or not we ever achieve independence du jour, my everyday goal is to work towards that by achieving de facto independence for the state of Texas. And if that's not your cup of tea, okay, I get it. But I'm still going to talk about as many of the things that are related to what's going on right out my back door, right here in Collin County, right here in the city of McKinney. And quite frankly, if for no other reason, I try and give you something new, something fresh, but still maintain a consistency or at least a similar process plan and thought in everything that I do. So here we go on with the program. 
December 7th, 1941. Yes, the day that will live in infamy. It was a Sunday morning. The Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor. That's the story we've all been told. That's what we believe. That's what the history books state. But I gotta tell you, as an adult, as somebody that's actually studied history, studied politics, and had the audacity to read, let's call them alternate investigations into what actually happened, that's born in distrust. Why why should we and why do we take everything we're told without questioning it? Now, I understand in the heat of the moment... And certainly when seeing your brothers, your sisters, your aunts and your uncles scared, fearful of what might happen next, that you would react or behave in a specific way. I get it. Uh, We've been manipulated before. We will be manipulated again. Um, For those of you that doubt me, you can look at the main before that, the Zimmerman letter, right? Or if you prefer... The Gulf of Tonkin incident, 9-11. These are all things that I have said before, and I'll say again, we don't know what actually happened. The four people that met untimely deaths that I referenced in a previous episode, that'd be November 22nd, in case any of you are interested and would like to go back to listen to it. Everything that we know about those is not accurate, is not full. The story is only partially told and most of it's probably lies. Again, they're bringing about the distrust of the very people that they need in order to maintain their control, to maintain their authority. When you violate the trust, when you abuse we the people, when you quite frankly scam us and lie to us all the time, ultimately We just don't believe you anymore. Ultimately, there's no trust. So when I talk of distrust, I talk about the default setting that many of us in Generation X, many of us guys that even previously served in the military, we just don't even believe what we're told, what we see, what we hear without questioning it, checking it, doubting it. Now, that's that's not what's best for necessarily our leadership, the, the powers that be, if you will. It, it's certainly a challenging situation. Unless you think that I'm dismissing or downgrading or in any way, shape or form, debasing. I don't, I don't, I can't think of the word I want to use here, but essentially if you think that I'm going after the people that served the, the people that sacrificed the, the people that quite frankly trusted government to tell them enough truth that they knew who the actual enemy was. No, that's not it at all. Now in 2022, we know a whole lot more. We have a lot more secondary sources and reasons to doubt what the government tells us. But back in 1941, you had no reason to doubt 
Why would they lie? I mean, clearly there's footage of what happened there. I mean, the Empire Japan sent in their fighters and they bombed our ships that were sitting in dock and were clearly no threat to anybody. Well, yeah, I don't think that's exactly how that went down. The truth of the fact is, (laughs) the truth of the matter, if you prefer, that what we're told, what we understand, the story we've been given is not, in fact, the truth. And those folks, a lot of them sacrificed time, energy, their lives, their bodies to fight what they thought was a good fight. Now, just in case you're wondering, and just to be absolutely clear, no, I'm not saying that Tojo or Hitler were good guys. Mussolini, not my friend. The things they were doing, clearly bad. Nobody's defending them. The fact of the matter is, a good number of those people paid a price that they deemed was appropriate. Whether they were given all the correct information or accurate story is at this point irrelevant. And just so we're clear, one more time, not disparaging anybody that served, including myself. I served, I volunteered, I signed up, I did a couple years, I got out. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't for me. There's, there's zero issue with people that want to serve their country in any way, shape or form. So let's just set that aside. This is, however, an example where we've been told part of a story. We've been given manipulated, crafted stories, events to get a predictable outcome. As an adult, there was enough historians already questioning things, already looking into the backstory and other information related to it, that by the time I came of age, it was pretty much understood that we had pushed Japan into a situation where they really didn't have a whole lot of other options. Now, you can say it was foolish. You can say it was ill-advised. You can say that they... Could have done nothing, but they had their own aims. They had their own desires. And honestly, you could almost argue that we set them up, which I guessed in some way good for us, maybe. But at what cost? At what cost? How many millions of people had their lives destroyed because of everybody's action in this scenario? Not just us, but everybody. Everybody was playing the game. Everybody was utilizing their propaganda to get what they wanted to bring outcomes that were not good. And here we go once again. The idea that we were perfectly innocent, we did nothing wrong, and our allies are always good and pure. It's, it's just not the case. More often than not, it's a shade of which is worse. You know, we talk about often the choices in most elections are 
bad and even worse, right? And, and nobody likes it. Nobody's enthusiastic about it, but that's, that's what we're dealing with is bad and even worse in a, in a grand world scale. That's kind of what it boils down to. This country's bad. This one's even worse. That leader's bad, but this one's even worse. It should be no surprise that we're being manipulated. It should, it should, at this point, <laughs> it's, it's almost expected. We just kind of know it's baked in. So everything you see, everything you hear, there's a certain level of distrust. Now, I also want to say at this point that that's not a good thing. That's not ideal. That's not anything that I find desirable. It's not beneficial. It's quite problematic. It's concerning. It is. I I think that if you had any doubt, if you think that I'm maybe making a step too far here, if you think maybe I'm lumping too many things in together, all you have to do is reflect on the previous three years. Or at this case, we're almost at four years at this point. Look at what's happened over the last four years. Now, regardless of what you believe, think, or see of the events of uh, 2020, of 2019, it should be at this point self-evident that what we saw, what we were told, what we heard was not the truth, not the full truth. In many cases, just flat out lies, manipulations, and exaggerations, trying to manipulate and force people to do things. Now, back in... 1941, it was get us to have an adequate excuse to get involved in a war that really we had no business getting into until that happened. To drag us into something where they've already picked our side for us, mind you. And again, I'm not sure that we could have sided with the other side in any way, shape, or form. I mean, does anybody really think the Nazis were good people, that the fascist Italy was the good guys? But really... The Soviets in Russia were as bad, if not worse. So we did pick a side and we chose a bad side. And it's a question of which one was worse. So again, we got pushed into that. We were manipulated. And then when you look at, and again, look at the last four years, what have we been manipulated to do? What have we allowed? What have we not stopped? What kinds of tyranny, what kinds of abuse of power, what kinds of erosion of personal liberty, rights, personal property have been destroyed at the foot of what? And there's a certain amount of irony when we've got the resident on TV telling us if we don't stop Putin now, there's going to be Americans boots on in Europe fighting for Europe. What? On what planet? What are you talking about? What's even stranger still is the Zimmerman letter, which purportedly was the Kaiser encouraging Mexico to invade the southern border of the United States. was a complete fabrication 100 years ago, but in fact is going on in real life, in real time right now, and we're not doing a darn thing about it. But hey, we're defending Israel's border. We're defending Ukraine's border. But our own border, nah, who cares? It'll be all right. Don't don't worry, folks. Nothing to see here. Excuse me if uh, I find that a little crazy. 
Excuse me if I'm a little incredulous at what you're trying to tell us. No, no, no. Uh, You must submit yourself to that health experiment. You must partake or you will be bankrupted, cajoled, destroyed, uh, whatever the outcome is that they can possibly push upon you and hold over your head. I mean, they literally purged the U.S. military. The best people in the military are no longer in the military. And the people that stuck around and then followed orders are being punished for following orders. What kind of upside down clown world, trash world do we live in? Oh, that's right. We're already here. We already talk about this. We know this. And how do we know this? Because we don't dis or we don't trust them anymore. We live in a constant state of questioning what's right in front of our face. The level of distrust among the American public, uh, among the world population must be at an all time high at this point because clearly we're being manipulated. And again, there's people that defend, say I'm wrong, I'm lying, I'm exaggerating. There are people telling us all sorts of crazy stuff. You're never going to own anything. Um, No, that's the American dream, to own your own house, to take care of your own family, to have your own little piece of land. You're going to be happy. Um, How? If I don't have a dream that I can possibly acquire that piece of land, or that home, and I can't take care of my family, how does that equate to me being happy? You're going to learn to eat the bugs. Okay, well, well, you know, that sounds a little fantastical, but these guys are on record saying these things. They're, They're on record saying that they want to kill you. Well, I'm sorry, they want to reduce the population. I'm not sure what you think that means, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, but I know, hey, we'll just drum up another war here, kill off a few hundred thousand more people. I mean, at what point are we going to figure out that we're being played? We're being manipulated. Oh, that's right. We've already talked about this at least a hundred times in my 500 plus episodes. I mean, look, maybe Alex Jones isn't your cup of tea. I get it. I I think the guy's a little woo woo myself. There's plenty of other things that you can watch, listen to, read to give you a better understanding of what's going on. Just even in the most mainstream way, check out Glenn Beck. I mean, this guy's got tons of time and money to investigate all this stuff. And he's like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not sure that you're paying attention here, but this is clearly not right. And no, that wasn't necessarily Glenn Beck's voice, but it's just not my voice. This is what we're dealing with. So when we're reflecting back at the story that we were told 82 years ago to get us involved in a war, one of the most destructive wars in the history of mankind We lost, I think it's 680,000 that we acknowledge. There's millions, tens of millions of people that died as a result of that war. Maybe not necessarily Americans, but hey, I mean, who's counting, right? It's not Americans. Nobody. I do. I care. And then there was the controlled demolition of German culture and German lives after the war. Carried out by none other than Eisenhower. Now, I get it. Look, you're angry. You don't like Germans. They they got involved in two wars. We have to stop this. We have to put an end to it. I get it. I can wrap my head around it. But those children and their mothers, by and large, didn't do any of that stuff. In fact, the vast majority of their population, the biggest problem they had was they did nothing. They allowed that stuff to happen. And they 
didn't stop it or prevent it. That Maybe they're guilty of that. But if that's the same logic we're using, then honestly, we might as well just start wiping out 30 to 40% of the population in every country around. Oh, 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 maybe that's exactly what they're trying to do. If you could justify it once because you didn't like them, perhaps you can justify it for another group of people. Oh, they use too much carbon. Oh, they're too greedy. They're too rich. Or they're too this or they're too that. I mean, right now in South Africa, I mean, they're going through a, let's just call it a cleansing, right? Oh, if you're descended from the Dutch or the English or any European people, even though there was really nothing in South Africa before you got here that mattered, oh, we're going to cleanse you out of the system. You don't belong here. Huh? Oh, okay. Uh, my question is, is how those guys can eat, but that, nobody talks about that. I mean, that if you want to talk about the reverse of what allegedly is happening in Europe, look at the South Africa. And, and if you look at Europe and to a lesser extent, North America, yeah, we're being invaded by people that hate us. They don't like us. They, they want us gone. And whether it's for religious reasons or just socialist reasons, don't know, don't care. They're literally coming here with the direct purpose of destroying what's here. And we tolerate it. And apparently we're now flying them all over the country to preposition our opponent's troops where they can pressure us most effectively. You know, it reminds me about that old joke, and I'm not going to get into the details, but the retort is at the end, the cowboy says, well, that's just because we haven't played cowboys and cows or cowboys and Muslims yet. Yeah, that sounds really good until you consider that there's over a billion of them and maybe only 20% of them want to see you dead. That's still 200 million. How are you going to deal with that? Now, look, I'm perfectly content to pretend all is well and we can have an international brotherhood of love. Sure, we can. Absolutely. As long as we get past the manipulation, the abuse, the lies and the... (laughs) Propaganda, maybe, possibly. I'm not willing to buy it, but I'm open to the sales pitch. But I don't distrust. (laughs) I don't trust any of them. My inherent distrust has gone from a level five to a level 11 over the last four years. And if you're not looking at everything that you're being told, everything that you're seeing, everything that you hear, everything that you read, if you're not looking at it and just assuming that they're lying in part to you or that the story is not true or they're propagandizing propagandizing you, that's on you. I can't fix that. I can't control that. My Where I'm at now in my life was born of distrust. Accurate distrust. Earned distrust. And I'm not sure why it is that the very people that I spend the most around of time with, that'd be those good Christian conservatives, continue to turn a blind eye. And walk on blind faith that the people in charge have what's our best interests in mind. Not sure how that works. I'm not sure why that works. And and to be fair, 
it's probably a slim majority of those people that believe that at this point, because a lot of people have woken up. A lot of people have decided, hey, maybe, maybe, just maybe they're not being truthful. They don't deserve our trust anymore. There's problems here. Now, I'm happy about that. I think that's a good thing. And and I want to impress upon you that if you're not there, I'm not sure what's going to ever change your mind. I'm not sure what's ever going to bring that to the forefront of your understanding that your government doesn't care about you. Now, unless you're worth a couple hundred million dollars, unless you're well-placed in a proper family, unless you've dotted some I's and crossed some T's of the importance level, you're never going to matter in the grand scheme of things to the people that are in charge. You know, the meme goes around, Epstein didn't kill himself. Okay, I'd still like to know where that client list is. I'd, I'd like to know what's going on there. I mean, clearly these people were up to bad things, but not one of them is being held accountable. Now, whether or not you like the Donald, I have mixed feelings about the guy. He's likely to be the next president or at least the nominee from the Republican Party. The guy's been indicted, what, four times? He's been impeached twice? For what? For what? I mean, if if nothing else... All of the hypocrites in government are pointing at this guy and trying to expunge their own guilt for the very same things and probably worse. Yet we're supposed to believe that resident Biden is pure and he's the good guy. And he convinced enough knuckleheads, allegedly 81 million of your or 81, three or 83 or whatever the magic number is, because quite frankly, I don't believe that either, that he was the right guy. How's that working for us? Hmm. Are you better off than what you were four years ago? I mean, honestly, that's probably the best campaign slogan I ever heard or question posed, if you will, in a campaign. Are you better off than what you were four years ago? I think they're running around with take America back. At this point as a taxi and I'm kind of like, you can keep it. We're going to Texas. Oh, well, I know that's kind of a play on words of I'm going to Texas and you can all go to hell, right? Davy Crockett. I'm already here. And I avoid DC. I don't want anything to do with DC. I don't know why we even bother anymore. Let's just quit pretending that anything good comes out of DC. There is zero trust in my life in my world, in my understanding for anything that comes out of D.C., whether it's health, national security, crime, anything. I mean, they can't even handle, well, that's true, they did on purpose. They've debased our money to such a point that we're looking at a cataclysmic event because of the greed, the abuse of power, the violation of rights, the lack of concern for we the people. And again, we continue to tolerate it. And we point fingers at each other. Well, I got to tell you, the average blue hair that goes to the local college around here and, you know, 30 years old has zero clue or understanding of what's going on. 
She is not my enemy or he is not my enemy or however they identify themselves. They're not my enemy. They're a poor lost soul. They need some first class adulting. They need to be shown a little love, tough love probably, and brought into the understanding of you've been fed a giant pile of BS. But I would say that the same about the those people that I referenced earlier, those good Christian conservatives that I go to church with or I see on my day-to-day basis. They've been handed a pile, maybe not the same pile and certainly not the same cow involved. <laughs> and they're believing it and eating it as well. They are powers that be. The people that run this place they have done an excellent job of getting us fighting against each other, hating each other, seeing each other as the problem and the enemy. And don't get me wrong, the blue hair at college at age 30 probably doesn't know what sex they are, probably doesn't understand much of anything other than their bitterness, but they're really not my enemy. Now, they've been conditioned to hate me. They've been conditioned to think I'm the epitome of all that is wrong in the world today, but they're not really my enemy. Their controllers are. The the abusers that made them that way are. Pity. I just pity. And that pity is born out of the same distrust. How can you be angry at somebody that just doesn't know any better? Now, the problem is good conservatives keep saying that if we'll just educate those good liberals. We'll, we'll, we'll find those good liberals. We'll educate them. We'll bring them up to speed and they'll join us. No, I don't think they will. They, they, we spend so much time deprogramming our children. And for some of us, not me, some of us grandchildren that went through 12 years of public indoctrination and then went for an additional four to six to eight of additional indoctrination for whence their parents or grandparents or society paid huge sums of money to grow up and come through that system and hate the very people that they live with. The very people that created the culture that they exist in. The very people that defended and perpetuated the liberty and freedom that they now experience. They hate them and they want to see its destruction. And yet we tolerate this. We say it's proper discourse. Those communists are not really a threat. There's just a small percentage of them. And you know what? I believe that. I did. Until about five years ago. We took our eyes off the ball, ladies and gentlemen. We didn't pay close enough attention. We weren't distrusting the right people. We were distrusting people, but we weren't distrusting the right people. We didn't pay attention to where we've been undermined, hollowed out, and quite frankly, left a husk of a body left to defend, which was once these United States of America. I'm convinced at this point that all that's worth salvaging is probably already in Texas. And if we can draw the line here, stand here, and lead by example here by demanding our independence, demanding what's rightly ours, We will encourage the surrounding states. We will encourage our brothers and sisters that are left in some of those other states to stand up with us, to fight the good fight, to push back on, for lack of a better word, the globalists that seek to control everything. They're not doing us any favors because they don't care about 
you. One last thing. Everything you see on the internet is controlled. Everything you watch on TV is propaganda. Everything you hear on the radio is propaganda. And to be honest with you, at this point, it'd be fair to say I'm propaganda. Now, I'm anti-propaganda, right? I'm the yin to their yang or yang to their yin, however you want to look at it. I'm pushing back, but I'm honest about it. I'll tell you up front what I think and what I believe and why I think and why I believe it. And I'm pushing back because if somebody doesn't, all could be lost. That being said, it is December 7th. It is the year of our Lord 2023. And guess what? You have four more days to go sign up to Join the petition, if you will, to tell the Republican Party of Texas that you want a vote answering the question, should Texas become an independent state once again, an independent republic once again? And I'm not sure what the final language is going to be. I don't control that. But if that's interest you, even if you want to vote against it, go sign the petition. Tell them you want to be heard. TNM.me, TextItThou.org or whatever. Hey, go check it out. Just go to TNM. Go, go look up Daniel Miller. Whatever works for you, check it out. You got four more days to sign your name on the dotted line that you want a vote. Now, I'm a good Republican. I want to believe the best out of the Republican Party of Texas. I happen to have met and interacted several times with our chairman, Matt Rinaldi. I think the world of that guy personally. But I have no idea what pressures and what things are being done to him. Let's make it overwhelming. Let's cause such a ruckus and such a push. Let's give him 150,000 signatures so that he has no choice but to go along and allow this vote. The SREC didn't want to play ball with us. Okay, that's fine. But we've already got the signatures. We've got your number. We've beat your number. And now we're going to pile on some more. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your opportunity. Yeah, I don't trust it either. But that's all we got. You have to trust something. We got to trust each other. We got to look to the guy on our right, look to the gal on our left and say, we're together in this. Let's do this. Let's kick that door down and keep on moving. That's all we got left is each other. And with that, this has been According to Callus, and I will see you on the other side.